The Chicago Popo Report. Paul Cialino is a licensed and board certified private investigator. He's the first and only expert in homicide investigation hired by 48 Hours and CBS News as an on-air personality. Lupe Aguirre. After completing law school, he became a founder principal of an Illinois family law and real estate firm. He honorably serves the citizens of Chicago as a police officer attorney. Together, they tell the stories of crimes committed in the Chicago area and the stories of men and women who serve and protect. This is the Chicago Popo Report. Oh, Chicago, the Popo Report is back. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino. Saturday night, Chicago. What could be better? We need an arc, bro. We need a what? An arc, man. The rain this week has been brutal. Just ridiculous. Are you getting biblical on me? Wow. That'll almost never happen. But hey, on today's show, we'll talk about Jesse Smollett again. Kim Fox, the saga continues. CPD. More bike cops. You like that, right? Bike cops are the best, man. They, are, they get man. The, they're the fittest cops out there. How about the horse guys, man? The horse guys look pretty fit. They look pretty fit in their little they, black knee-high boots and everything. They just look amazing on a horse. They That's get the it. chicks, man. The chicks are all over those horses Absolutely. every time on Michigan Avenue. Man, I, I'll tell you what. It wouldn't be bad to be a horse on Michigan Avenue in the summer. Yeah, just stay clear when they're urinating. Yes, yes, you get splashed a little bit down there. You don't want to get splashed on Michigan Avenue. Get a big splash. Or in Grand Park. Hey, we got more food crimes. We love food crimes, huh? New way to pay for fast food. You're going to love that story, folks. Oh, sounds like a great Saturday night. But you know what? It feels like a Thursday. It's kind of weird, right? It does. Doesn't yeah. it feel like yeah. a Thursday? Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Dark, gloomy. Yeah. Well, it's always dark and gloomy at 9 o'clock, right? Yeah. On Saturday night. Well, maybe go. not gloomy. Right? Well, yeah, it's called dusk, uh, <laughs> seven o'clock. <laughs> How you doing? Hey, you doing? I'm hey. doing okay. All right, over, all right. So over by here. Popo report back, folks. Seemed like forever. Almost homesick for the old studio. Oh uh, yeah, that week lasts a long time. We did. We did. We've been gone a long time. It seems like because you're just so busy, you know. <laughs> or you're well, you well. Or stuck. Stuck. Stuck somewhere. Stuck, know? yes. Thank you, American Airlines, for abandoning me, leaving me in the desert because we had a little snow. We had a little dusting of snow and act like oh, nobody can go back to Chicago. They got snow. Yeah, it was a, <laughs> yeah, it was a weird weekend, weird weekend, and the, the, the rest of the week is just a lot of rain. You know? It starts now, right? Yeah, hopefully, yeah. Basements flooding, all the furniture at the curbside. New furniture. We could do a little furniture shopping. After it, all this rain, right? Everyone's basement will be sitting out in the curb this week. Yeah. Just don't put any wood floors in your basement, okay? You put a wood floor in the basement, you can be ripping it out, putting a new <laughs> one in in this city, all right? All right, look, what's the first story? What do we got? <laughs> oh, right. the uh, we got the April crime numbers, Paul. I'm, I'm guessing they're down if we're doing a story on it. Well, we do a story if it's up. We really like when they're up because it makes good radio, but CPD loves it when it's down, right? Well, I mean, it says, uh, well... It shows that there's a steady decline in murders, but you gotta, you gotta qualify that. What's a murder as opposed to a homicide? I mean, you know. Well, you want a very, legal definition? Very big difference. Yeah, it's yeah. A, well, sort of just a, it's a killing of another with 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 sort of some kind of an intent, right? And you've got second degree, and you've got, you know, whatever. Yeah, we've complicated the whole murder thing. Back in back in the day, was dead was dead, right? But, but the numbers look different if you classify them as a murder as opposed to a homicide, right? That's, well, it does homicides, for CPD. Homicide's more encapsulating, right? It's just the, it's just the killing of another by a, one human being, exact, correct? Right. So correct. So you gotta you, you've got to look at the gray in these numbers, as you like to do. There's a lot of gray. Yeah. There's a lot of gray. Chicago loves. 
putting gray into numbers, too. They're experts at it. And what's our favorite website that, uh, you know, flushes out the gray? Hey, Jackass. There you go. That's right. Hey, Jackass got it all, man. That's our go-to when we want to know the real stats, That's right? That's right. Well, we're too lazy to look them up, so we go to Jackass, who apparently has a lot of time on his hands because he's always got the numbers. Well, he's, he does our homework. He's the man. And he's very reliable. He is the man. He'd probably be talking bad about us, saying we're stealing his numbers. We are. There's no question about it. We cop right to it. Hey, this is public information. That's right. But if you don't want a public information, don't do a website on it, right? <laughs> it's not like we have to pay a fee. It's not a pay private a subscription. website. That's right. Yeah. Yes, it's out there for everybody to read. So what do we have here? Well, the April crime numbers are down. Yeah. Um, here, I, uh, you know why? It was cold. It was snowy. It was rainy. Gangsters don't... Our Stateville people could chime in on this, okay? We might accept the collect call about 10 years from now. Not not now, but the Stateville guys can tell you, listen, when it's cold out, I'm in the house playing PS1 or whatever they play, all right? NBA, soccer, whatever, whatever's on the little machine this week. Yeah. When it's hot out... I'm out being a gangster. Right. You can be outside when it's hot. You're having fun with your boys. Oh, we're going to do that gangster stuff when it heats up, man. Being mischievous. But, but we don't like the weather, okay? Because no. the new kicks, they get dirty, they get wet, your feet are all squishy in there, you know? Yeah. So, but April crime stats are down. R- Ron will certainly take credit for it on the way out the front door, right? Oh, absolutely. And uh, the, the the new mayor, man, she's coming in at an uptick, downtick on the stats, right? Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is bad for her because they're only going to go up this summer. And she, she knows what she's getting into. She's oh, she's been yeah. around. She's been yeah. around the uh, the Chicago corner before, oh, crime yes. corner before. Yes, that's right. Yes. Yeah. But does she know that? Uh, here, they have an interesting stat on uh, Hey Jackass in 2019. The shot in the ass meter. How many do you think you're oh, today? I love that. Uh, eight. I'm saying eight. 32, my Whoa, friend. 32, 32. shots. Well, ass. they were aiming for the kidney and liver, and they hit him in the ass. But it's listen, when you're wearing your pants around your knees, it's a little tough to make that aim sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, you'll hit the buckle. You'll, yeah. you know. <laughs> you're, 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 you're not hitting what you're, you know, you're aiming a little higher, but everyone's got their pants on around their knees. It's, it's tough to gauge where that old waist starts. I got, another, I got another interesting one. What about shot in the junkle meter? How many do you think? Eight. Here today. Eight? Close. I'm closer. St- I'm sticking with eight. Numbers coming low. It's four. Ooh. Four junk shot in the junkle meter. Well, it might be because maybe the junkle meter is, you know, tinier on them guys that are out there running around shooting at each other. It's a little Ooh, bit harder shot. It's a, it's a, it's like a harder that. shot. It's a harder shot. Yes. So, yeah. Thanks to our friends from Hey Jackass. Hey Jackass. That's a great stat, right? Oh, absolutely. We love that stat. So, total homicides, 145. Not which, bad. Not bad. Not bad first quarter. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, most cities, the National Guard be out. In Chicago, we just, we just, just kick the hair out of your eyes and keep going. So we're on a good trajectory, you would say. Hey, listen. Positive uh, trajectory. More people got killed in Game of Thrones last week than they did in Chicago in the first quarter. We're, we're, I think we're up. We're, we're up. Oh, wow. We're going to nerd out the first segment? Listen, Khaleesi wow. fell off the dragon. I was shocked, okay? Oh, my God. Look at her. She's over there laughing at us. Oh I did not fall off the dragon. The dragon dumped me. They're using swords and dragons and falling off. And wow, the chicks were the heroes on chicks, Sunday night, man. Oh my God. The chicks were the I, heroes. They were killing everything I, that moved. I'm sure everybody knows. I, I've never seen an episode except the first episode. You better start but, watching. But I live vicariously through yeah, your you, view, through your <laughs> Game of Thrones watching. Okay, I, you're gonna hate this. I got off the plane and turned that stupid show on and watched it. And 
And, and I'm gonna I'm gonna beef like everybody else did. It was so damn dark. I'm turning off all the lights, pulling shades. I still couldn't see anything. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but it sounds funny. Uh, here, you're, you're an actor, right? You've got time in front of the camera, bro. That's right. right? Yeah. Yeah. And and I got a little time in front of the camera, and I had a producer used to say to me, "Nobody looks good in bright lights," and, and he was absolutely right. Okay, but. Oh, yeah. They filmed it like in the bedroom with the closet door closed. That's how dark it was. I was like looking at a black screen and once in a while a flash or a dragon would come through there. And you only knew the dragon was coming through because it goes swish, right? Oh, yeah, it makes that dragon Big swoosh sound. Dragon. Yeah. Yes, the swish sound was coming. And Khaleesi might be clubbing something or, you know, another on there. Fascinating. Right. Yeah, it's wow. fascinating stuff. We're geeking out a little bit, aren't we? Nerding out. Well, our first hard break loop, hey, coming up. More rideshare crimes by the Uber crime family, bro. The driver becomes the passenger. Thanks for starting us off, my nonviolent low-level partner in crime. As the Chicago Popo Report gets underway here on a Saturday night, more rideshare mayhem, including Paul and I will tell you why Jussie Smollett gets a break and a Home Depot worker doesn't. We'll report and discuss why a carjacking victim was arrested for murder. And on Funky Crime and Punishment Time, a Florida man was ordered to not possess animals outside his mother's home. Wow. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report. We'll see you in a bit. Ah, uh, no dragons, but a little GOT. Popo Report, Saturday night, Chicago, WSAM 890. And hey, folks, you can't listen to us live. Listen to us on the podcast at WLSAM.com, the Chicago Popo Report. You can listen to that 24-7 anytime you want, commercial, weather, traffic-free. Lupe Aguirre and Paul Cialino, trying to make you laugh a little bit tonight, Saturday night, before we warm you up for a date night, if they're still calling it date night. I don't know what they call it anymore. That's right, people. Hook up night, date night, tinders, oh. <laughs> tinders, fire night, I don't know. <laughs> right? What do they call it in Stateville? That's what I want to know. By, by the way, I got a beef, okay, with Nielsen. Nielsen's not, they're not counting our numbers at Stateville and Pontiac and Menard and the Cook County Jail. All right? Those yep. are big numbers, bro. We got to give Cook County call. Jail's got 10,000 people tuning in every Saturday night. We got to go straighten them out. Right? That's we what Chicago CPD, guys do. Right? You got about 6,000 guys on shift every night or something like that. Straighten them out, man. Right, right. We got to, we, we have to have those numbers. Be like, hey, I got to talk to you. You know, the emails. Mr. Nielsen. That's Mr. right. Nielsen. you, you got to pick up the boys in, in the joint. <laughs> this is important. Those guys aren't going anywhere. They're listening for all hour, two hours, right? Hey, man, that's a big demographic. Exactly. That's right. Well, hey, and the CPD brass listens to it because they want to know who's getting them promoted and who's getting demoted, right? There's a big shakeup, yeah. <laughs> right before the summer hits, you got yeah, right to put new, new... Right before new Mayor Munchkin shows up, right? Mayor Munchkin. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> You getting promoted? Are you? Are you? Are you? I'm staying away from that. I'm staying away from that. She signs my checks, so I'm staying away. She signs your checks, really? I think so. Wow, I think so. You don't don't even cash those checks. That's chump change, isn't it? I don't think I've ever physically looked at a check. (laughs) Of course not. It just goes straight into the uh, old direct deposit. The Lupe Aguirre law firm, it takes care of everything. You don't have to worry about that silly little CPD check, right? It, that's just, that's, you know, that's for DeJovenes, that's for that's right. uh, Gibsons. That's Gucci, Gucci's for Gucci, right? Gucci, a little Hermes. Yeah, that's yeah. just, yeah. that's just play money. 
Right, exactly. That's hobby money. Hobby money, yeah. Horse money, right? <laughs> so, horses. Still, jumping. I stay away from the name calling. That's just you know. You could. You're nice. <laughs> I'm not. I'm old and bitter. You're still young and refreshing and nice. I'm. I'm bitter and I'm old and you know. I'm just trying to manage. Hey, but they're getting ready for uh, you know the new mayor May twentieth. They shortening all the dioceses and everything that she's speaking behind, or are they dragging out big old milk cartons for her to stand on? What are they doing? Telephone books getting installed in the seats on the fifth floor there? I'm sure they're making some adjustments. I, I, I'm going to tell you, I'm just glad she's not a U.S. attorney and we're talking all this trash about her because there'd be my name would be on an indictment somewhere for some nonsense, right? <laughs> As mayor, she can't indict me. Yeah, you'd be right alongside Mr. Evanati. Yes, yes. For without the jets or fast cars or beautiful model girlfriends, right? You go up against the big cheese. Yeah, you're going to be facing a federal indictment. That's right. No, <laughs> I like I like Mayor Lightfoot. Actually, she's pale. I think we should have her on as a guest. Yeah, well, we'll try to have her. Just show up, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, Becky will find a chair high enough for her to sit in, so she can reach the mics, right? <laughs> That's what Becky told me before the show. We'll get her a chair. We'll get Loopy Shoebox over there, the computer sitting on. <laughs> Brett, what, what kind of music will we play for Mayor? What, we gotta go. We gotta open with the Wizard of Oz theme. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. We better move on to a real story. Make, you're making me uncomfortable. Do we know the brass? The brass. <laughs> We're back to the brass. Big brass shake up prior to Mayor Lightfoot showing up and the summer happening. Well, they're shaking things up. You know, they're moving people around. Uh, they're just seeing, trying to see what works. I, I mean, I'm going to turn real serious. Yeah. I, th I, I think CPD has been doing a magnificent job this year so far. Right? Yeah. And I think Eddie Johnson's starting to kick in. I think he's doing a great job. I, I'm, I'm telling you, my favorite superintendent of the last 25 years. Yeah. Good dude. Yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, I, I hope their luck keeps running straight. And I hope yeah. they could uh, make some changes that really work because they, they deserve a break. She's acknowledged that he uh, he's not going anywhere for the foreseeable future. So, <laughs> at least through this politics, year, that means like about six weeks, right? At least through uh, you know, at least through the summer. Yeah. Done a great job. I, I hope we keep him. I hope he has a lot of success. Yeah, I hope all the all the uh, all the position uh, changes uh, garner success too. Yeah, I think it will be right. I think they're they're looking towards the future and trying to do what's right. Do you think there's a successful relationship between Fox and uh, the FOP? <laughs> yeah, because they're the back FOP, in the news. The FOP is now writing these geniuses at the FOP. I, these guys, I, other than eating steak and drinking a lot of whatever they drink over there and weighing about three hundred plus in the administration, I, w their magazine came out with Crook County prosecutors. Crook County, spelled C R O C R double O K. I. You got to work with the prosecutors if you're the popo, right, bro? I mean, you got to be nice to them, even if you don't like them, because they're the one to prove your charges. They make your cases. Yeah. And, and they're starting a war they can't win. Listen, there's always been a certain culture with the FOP and also with uh, any major police department. Well, uh, this new regime is nuts with a capital and and they're taking on Kim Fox. And in this city, they might lose because uh, there's no <laughs> formidable running against her. And if they turn it into a race war, which has been mentioned in the newspapers, right, yeah. a black-white thing, they're yeah. going to lose that war. And, and I think that, they better yeah. better dummy up over there. I think that that culture needs to uh, dramatically uh, dramatically adapt and change the, the because it's not working. The, the good old white boy uh, exactly. club, yes. you know, it's really not working. How many Latino and black officers are in the CPD? 
Uh, well, the numbers are a lot. a lot less than I mean less than fifty percent, but but not far from it, right? Not far from it. But yeah. how many how many how many people in leadership positions in the FOP are you know? <laughs> I'm glad you said people, it, people, I people of gonna, color, people zero, of color, zero, zero. for the and most part. Yeah, that's a problem with every different yeah with every different uh, uh, FOP election administration, yeah. administration. You'll have one or two Hispanic members, maybe, Hispanic yeah. sound, sounding names. But for the most part, it's 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 a uh, it's just all white. Well, it's all white. They're all rich. They're all making drawing big time salaries, big money, a lot more than they were as police officers. They're about rich. Well, if they live like they're rich, okay, because they're eating at Gibson's most night, right? You and I aren't. Yeah, we're down at the taco stand on Twenty Second Street. But the the fact is. They're it's, out of touch. They're out of touch. They're way out of touch. Absolutely. And uh, they better get with the program because taking on the state's attorney isn't going to work. Elected official, they come and go every four years. And all of them are about the same, the elected ones. Yeah, there's a big myth out there that all police officers are conservative-leaning, you know, very Republican, and that's a really big myth. There's a big percentage. They're the loudest. Yeah, but they're the loudest, <laughs> they're exactly. They're the loudest, There's yes. a big percentage that really do not identify with with the current culture or the past culture and want to want more of a progressive uh, leaning uh, FOP. Well, they reflect what the community looks yeah. like in this town, which is exactly what your police department should look like, right? right. And FOP doesn't look anything like no. what the rest of the no. city looks or talk like them or act like them yeah. or, uh, you know, they're, they're standing up for the old, old guard is what exactly. the, what's happening. Exactly. And, and they're not doing themselves any favor. And I don't want to waste another second on the stupid FOP. So let's move on. Jussie Smollett. We could always... The gift that keeps on giving, right? Jussie? I think he's going to be in the news for... Uh, <laughs> hey, it worked. He got a raise and at, they got rid of him. At least and through uh, the fall, but he's off of Empire, right? He's officially off of Empire. Him out. He, listen, it was all about a raise to begin with, right? He wanted more money, so he creates this, this, this craziness. It all goes away thanks to... Uh, Obama's people calling up Kim Fox and Fox and friends going off the deep end. It, that's gone. But now he's being sued civilly. He's supposed to be in court this week. He said, hey, hey, I am i don't live in Chicago anymore. I'm going back out to California. I moved out. Yeah, I moved out. I no longer have any any official connections to Chicago. Why do I have to come for this hearing? The little thing called getting summoned. All right, yeah. And he'll find out because if he... It takes off one of them Cook County judges. They'll just issue a arrest warrant for him, and they'll go pick him up in California and bring him back on the bus, which he will find really unpleasant. Well, the reason why we mentioned Jesse Smollett again, uh, a, a Cook County judge, he's asking, why is uh, this Home Depot worker not getting the same, not getting the same treatment as Jesse Smollett? We're going to get into that, and also, we're going to cover Southern women Ooh, who like did Southern very women. bad things, very very bad things, Ooh, good. really bad things, Paul. Ooh, okay, I like that. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WSAMA 90. Oh, Chicago Popo Report is back Saturday night, WSAM 890. Hey, a judge of Rolling Metal, man, he wants to know what's up. Why, why, why are you treating a Home Depot worker different than Jesse Smollett? And I quote. I'd like to know why Ms. Clark is being treated differently than Jesse Smollett, asked Cook County Judge Mark Martin. I think that's Bill Martin's kid, who's a pretty famous lawyer in Chicago. Anyways, it's a disorderly conduct case, false reporting, a lot less 
egregious than Mr. Smollett's case. I have a problem with it. Why is it being treated differently? Now he's barking at the young baby assistant state's attorney out in the You think metals. she's looking around like, oh, where's man. Fo- where's <laughs> Fox and Friends now? I need them. I need the backup. Why did I get involved in this? Oh, my God. Yeah, she's just, just not like going to prosecute. Why me? That's right. Poor, poor baby state's attorney sitting out there getting ragged down by Judge Martin, all right, who's taking a shot at Fox and Friends. I'll make a wild guess. Judge Martin's probably a white guy. <laughs> I like how you've uh, adopted that Fox and Friends uh, I, moniker. Bro, I got to tell you. You like, I mean. One of the best lines yet on the Popo <laughs> Report, uh, totally a Lupe Aguirre special, Fox and Friends. <laughs> and we're not talking about the network ones. Thank you, Paul. Talking Thank about you. Kimmy Fox and Friends, right? Thank you, Paul. That was a good one. But the judge wants to know why. Hey, how come uh, we got to treat Jesse different? I'll tell you why. I'm going to tell you why, Paul. Yeah, please do. Money talks. <laughs> Money talks. Do you think Simple uh, the, the lovely Tina, the lawyer from New York, was she out there uh, on Miss Martin's arm there in Rolling Meadows? Well, also, also known as Rolling Ghettos sometimes, but it's uh, <laughs> a little courthouse out there. A little, little West Side humor. Yes, <laughs> rolling yeah. ghettos. Yeah. yeah, well, that's 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 what the residents call it. Not that's not right. my name yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, Miss Candace Clark. I mean, she's she's also wondering why. <laughs> why, why, why? Why? Come on, I don't get the Jussie deal. Why? I want the Jussie deal. Well, because you weren't hobnobbing with the pre- former president uh, Obama. That's you right. Know? You weren't getting pictures at, taken with him at parties. Exactly. Right. You're not making a hundred thousand dollars an episode. On Empire, you know that's another and, reason. That's and it's another not, reason. I, you think Home Depot's paying her hundred thousand a week or for a show? I think minimum fifteen an hour. <laughs> I think I think she'd be glad to get fifteen an hour. Otherwise, what was she out there for? Disorderly conduct, right? Following a false police report. Yeah, some something involving a forged check. Uh, you know, false police report. Bad check. It sounds like the charges got reduced from bad check to disorderly conduct, right. filing false police right. report. Right. 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 Yeah. And the hey, judge, listen, and it's the, the first offense. Honorable Judge Martin wanna know why. Why is this out here clogging up my call? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's 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 get this thing rolling. Let's get her some deferred prosecution. Call Fox and Friends and make the deal happen. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Just give her just give her thirty hours of community service. Uh skip the ten thousand dollar uh <laughs> you know, payment. But uh hey, and then we're all good. Let's get this moving, guys. Come on. Yeah, well the the assistant state's attorney, Allison Cudsey, got cute. She goes, Judge. Each case is reviewed individually based on the facts, the investigation, and the position of the victims in this case. And the judge, he wasn't buying it. No, no, no. Barking at her. Well, well, judge says, Ms. Clark is not a movie star. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Fox and Friends getting whacked around out there in Rolling Meadows. Hey, Paul, it doesn't sound like equal protection under the law to me, right? (laughs) It doesn't sound like it. No, it does not. And, And our favorite lawyer, Tina, was not out there as well. It's probably poor... Dog public defender standing there going, why is the judge yelling at the state's attorney? They never yell at the state's attorney. All he knows is this is a good thing. Yeah, your office created this mess, and she's like, I didn't have anything to do with it. That's Fox and Friends, man. <laughs> That's right. Leave me alone. Yes. Can I just, I, I got a lot of my dog. Come on, let's move it. Yes. <laughs> judge Martin, he wasn't having it. Too bad. A little bit more drama. Thanks to Jussie Smollett. Yeah. And, and another 10 minutes a day. Popo report burned up thanks to him. Here we go. We're going to burn up some more uh, uh, Popo uh, report time. Your your favorite pal, Burke, is back in the news. Ah, Eddie. Fast Eddie. 
He kind of yeah. slow Eddie now. He was fast slow Eddie back Eddie. in the day. Now he's slow Eddie. Still wearing the pinstripe suits, yeah. though. Walking up them courthouse steps. He's not moving too quick. He doesn't have that little yeah. Irish jig thing going on the way up to well, the federal courthouse. Well, when you're a fat cat, that's usually what happens. You don't move too quick. He's not too fat, but he's got some old well, ass 80-year-old knees, I bet. I don't mean fat as in, you know, as right. in weight. No, I mean no. fat as in... Your pockets are filled with hundreds, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Except we know from experience, Eddie don't like spending those hundreds, does he? He, just, he likes to walk into the cheap joint on the south side. He said, just give me the left side of the menu, okay? Don't bother me. Yeah, just puts out his, uh, his hands. Hey. Right. He just waves a little. You just know what little, I'm here for. A little Christ-like thing going with the fingers moving. Here, make it happen. No, but he's just still, I mean, hey, handing out some sweetheart deals. Won his re-election, no problem, because he takes care of his constituents, his ward, and any business that happens in that ward. Listen, he could commit a triple homicide on prime time. On the news, and he'd still get reelected out there. You know, this right? is exactly... He'd be making them garbage cans happen for his ward people. Yeah. Potholes, alleys. It's all taken care of, isn't it, bro? It's all taken care of. <laughs> it's a clean ward out there in Eddie Burke land. Yeah. But everybody's giving back, giving them money back. I, I'm going to make a prediction. Eddie's not too upset about getting all that money back from Tony Taxwinkle and friends, right? Give me, them, give me that money back. I'll spend it. I got legal fees over here. And these lawyers in federal court, you know, they're going off at about 600 an hour. I'll take that money back. Yeah, and quote, well, quote, this is what Burke said. Over the past two years, I have worked to increase the economic development opportunities for those that live and work in the 14th Ward. Yep. But he, but Burke left off while at the same time profiting and enriching myself. He said, I, I'm, I'm enriching everybody, especially me, <laughs> if live in the 14th Ward. Hey, guys, yeah, I do you a favor you better return the favor. Now, let me tell you, it, it was great while it lasted, right? I, I think the party's over with out there on the tax uh, law firm stuff. I think, oh, it, it, listen, the governor's got problems now with the Fed looking at his property tax stuff. Well, wasn't the, well, there was a May 3rd deadline for the uh, grand jury to uh, determine whether Burke would face additional uh, charges as part of the federal probe. And I'm, I'm guessing there's probably additional charges that haven't been publicized yeah, yet. They, well, they've extended that deadline. They've oh. got until, what, they, a 35-day extension. Yeah, well, you know what? If they extended it, there's a good reason for it. It's not because they don't have charges. Really? You stack them up, man. Stack them up. Make them sit in that federal courthouse all summer for about a you know, 12-week trial. Meters running at about 2500 bucks an hour. That makes for a long day. When you, and you know Eddie's going to be sitting there with a calculator going, man, what did they cost me? I mean, the lawyers are killing me. I'm going to have to get everybody exempt property tax status in this state to make up this, this trial cost. I mean, this guy this guy gets them one way or the other. Well, you know, whether you it's a vote, whether it's a vote or, <laughs> you know, right. some tax work. We'll move on because in the event that he's found not guilty, I hope he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> because we'll be on the, we'll be on his list. <laughs> those Chicago Popo guys. Yeah, those Chicago got, Popo guys are a pain in the ass. Gotta, Let's get them. We got to have a meeting with those two guys. Yeah, we're going to talk to them. They, they <laughs> own any property in Cook County? I mean, we take a look at that, huh? Over by there. How many pins they got in their names? Yeah, how many go. pins? That's right. <laughs> Can I go stick some pins in their little pointed heads when I get out of this courthouse next week? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> well... We, we go out to McHenry County where the little kid, A.J. Friend, five years old, was found uh, dead, buried in a shallow grave, courtesy of uh, the delightful mom and dad 
the mom I might add is pregnant seven months. We're going to come back to that loop because uh, uh, this story bears some time, I think, right? Because this is an entirely preventable death, this case. Well, completely, yeah, completely heartbreaking. Just let me say, um, I mean, my wife especially took this thing really, really hard, and she was blistering me with questions related to DSF, DCFS and, and, and just the whole bureaucracy behind this thing. And, yeah, we'll have more to talk about it when we come back. Cop cams have become the newest crime buster, good and bad. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLS AM 89. Ah, Popo Nation, we're back. Sad time. Sad times portion of the show because we're going to talk about a dead kid who should have never been dead, who should have never been with the idiots who they so-called mother and father, if you want to call them that. Uh, they're anything but a mother and father to this child. Louis J. Friend, five years old, found in a shallow grave, courtesy of moms and pops. And DCFS put them in the group with mom and dad because DCFS had been out there, had taken custody of this kid for a couple of years, gave him back. Why they're giving kids back to these lunatics with multiple child abuse, multiple child neglect. The coppers in McHenry County are out there going, the kids bruised up, the kids beat up. There's no hot, hot water, there's no heat, there's no electricity, there's no power to the house. And DCFS keeps leaving the kid out there to what? Be killed. And why do kids like that age get killed, Loop? I'm going to tell you why. They get killed because they can't protect themselves. Little kids of tender years cannot protect themselves from lunatics. And we have a drug addict mother and a drug addict father who's an attorney, by the way. He's a licensed attorney in the state. And this guy and his goofy wife... All right, there were the alligator tears on TV and the 911 call. And by the way, I knew this kid was dead long before they reported it, and he was three days. They sure, right? they sure put up a great facade, exactly. <sighs> they, they, didn't, they weren't selling me on it. And, and, and the big problem is, the huge problem is, this kid should have never been in that house. How much culpability does the DCFS have in this you, case, Paul? If the parents are 100%, they're at about 80 because they were aware of the problem and they failed to take action to the point the state's attorney McHenry County was writing letters to the head of DCFS in Springfield and going, hey, these, these yokels out here you got running your DCFS are idiots because we're trying to take kids, get them out of the environment they're in because we're worried they're going to wind up dead, which, of course, this kid winds up dead. He's right. Everybody could see this coming. They know based on statistics. And by the way, 100 kids a year in this state get killed like yeah. this. All right. 100 kids. DCF is involved with about 95% of them. What do they do? They keep returning the kid back to these lunatic parents who are going to kill him. And how do we know they're going to kill him? Because the progressive discipline, the progressive neglect gets worse over time. And they see it happening. And their solution is, hey, let's plug in some social workers and some social services and sing Kumbaya and it'll all be good. B.S. This kid is dead because the state of Illinois failed to take appropriate action when they knew this kid would wind up dead if they left him there. Everybody knew it. The cops knew it. The state's attorney knew it. And they were, no one could do anything about it. So we got a dead five-year-old because a bunch of idiot adults can't get their act together. It's outrageous. Absolutely. And I'm going to tell you, if you want to pass a law, let's pass a law. If you put a kid back into an environment where you think he might be dead and there's a good chance he'll be dead, then you get to go to jail with mom and dad who killed him because you're an idiot, too. And you should have never put that child back in that environment because your job is one job only. Protect the little kid. 
All right, we could 15, 16 year olds, they can deal with this garbage on their own. A three, four, five, 18 month old child, they can't deal with this. How are they going to protect themselves from drug addict parents, right? They're, the cops are going out there. There's needles in the house, there's no power. It's the middle of winter. My God, what do you need before you rip this kid from these two idiots? Now we don't have to rip him because he's dead. She's pregnant. They're going to rip that kid in the county jail when she delivers or whatever hospital they send her to. I mean, the hits keep coming with this group. And are the parents animals? Yeah. Drug addicts who should have never had children keep having them, keep getting pregnant. Although in fairness to the crazy father who buried this child, he's not the father of this kid that's due in two months, right? But DCFS hopefully will have enough sense to be at the hospital to receive this child, who no doubt will have all kinds of narcotic issues, right? Uh, This kid's destiny is almost predetermined because the state failed to take action. Once again, man, it's outrageous. And they should all be horsewhipped over there. I don't need to have a panel in Springfield for the next two years to figure it out. It's real easy. I'd fire everybody in that department and start over. And, And you know what? Here's your job. No more dead kids, guys. That's your job. You put a kid back into an environment that you knew was dangerous, you're gone. Your pension's gone. You're gone. See you later. Start putting cameras on DCFS workers so the rest of us could see what's going on in these houses. Because you know what? It wouldn't be tolerated for two minutes if the public really knew what was going on. Well said, Paul. And you've got some experience with DCFS. That's why I, I, I hear your passion. Yeah. I, I hear your, your, your disbelief in what happened. And... How bureaucracy just does not seem to get get it right. Brother, I used to write memos on this stuff. I ran the child homicide unit. We developed this unit because the social workers at DCFS, we have to reunite the families, no matter how bad they are. BS. And we developed all these protocols. We knew this was a problem in the 80s, the 90s, the early 2000s. Guess what? It's still a problem. They're still killing kids. And you know what? Here's the real facts. Most of these kids are black or brown that are getting killed, and no one gets upset until it's a little white kid. And I had this beef when I worked there. I've got this beef now. When it's a little white kid, everybody seems to really get excited about it. Because we, what? We have a case in Will County. What's this young child's name? The bottom portion of our story? James spelled backwards. Kids found dead underneath the couch two years later. They're trying to figure out what happened. Guess what? Another DCFS nightmare where the kid was taken... Should have been taken. The house was deplorable. 20 adults living in a 1,200-square-foot house. Uh, everybody's using drugs. Everyone's getting arrested. And we're going to leave the kids in there. The kid winds up dead underneath the couch. Underneath the couch, by the way, he, there's not a chance in hell he could have crawled under because the cover is about two inches, right, between yeah. the couch and the floor. The kid's 18-month-old baby's underneath that couch for about three days before they find him. No one's in jail. The kids are still, God knows where, another DCFS nightmare. Kids shouldn't have been there to begin with, but what? He's dead. Now, that don't get near the publicity young AJ got because he's a black kid. We all know that. It's in Joliet. It's a little bit outside of the city. And no one's been charged, correctly. No one's been charged. It's, it's, just, it's just the same old thing that keeps repeating re- over and over again in this state because we have a bunch of lunatics who decide, I'm going to send an abused child back into the abused home because I had a social worker out there and the mom and dad went to a class for six months and they're all okay. It's all good now. Right? So let's send them back so they could get killed. Not my kid. It, it's, it's sad. It's, it's, it's unethical it gets. Yeah. The state and these agencies definitely have a lot of work to do. Paul, we're going to switch gears now. We're going to go into a little crime and mayhem. Yeah, we better before I have an ulcer break. Okay. Before you lose your crap completely. Stroke out over here at WLSAM. 
the big 89 known for sealing a stroke yeah well this next report involves an uber uh, we, incident but you know what they, they're all good uber, uber crime family the it's not it's not part of the uber crime oh, family that's sad i like the uber crime family they didn't do anything bad uh, was know. it good it was i mean yeah it's, tell it's, me tell us about it we need all, a good story right about now it's all good in the hood well a driver charging a fatal uber crash fled in a separate ride share car it's, it's kind of weird so so this knucklehead gets behind the wheel. He's drunk. He's uh, with his. He's with a. He's with a, a girlfriend. So they're driving down I fifty five, and you know, driving recklessly, cutting people off. And wouldn't you know, an accident happens. He rams a car. Car bursts into flames, and then uh, the uh, the driver and the passenger. Well, there were five victims total. Right. One, I believe, one died in the the car that got hit. And girl whose birthday they were celebrating, the, right? It was her birthday. Young girl absolutely. from Berlin. I seen her mom on TV, man. Her mom, absolutely. Just, you know, this kid gets burned to death in the car. It rear-ended by a drunk driver. The, yeah, it was a, a hero trying to trying to extra trying to get everybody out, and then got everybody out except her. Except her. Yeah. And the uh, assailant, the driver, the, the drunk driver, he got a ride from a lift. He bailed out of the. He bailed out of his car, which was you know destroyed. And then got into a lift car, taken somewhere in the city, and then eventually to his home in uh, Homer Glen, right? Well, yeah, these guys, I mean, yeah, they, they, they pull off the side of the road. They try to help, see what's going on. But how the hell do you, as someone who's trying to help, just take someone, part of this whole horrific scene, over to a, what, a gas station? Some friend's house or something in the city. But it, well, it, it was a gas you know station. They, do? they call it the chaos of combat, right? You yeah. got a fire, you got a. A young girl getting burned up in the fire. Everybody's out on the street. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. Not a lot of traffic, but now there's all kinds of activity, right? Fire trucks, police, they're all rolling on it. This guy, uh, in the chaos of combat, is able to escape temporarily. Temporarily, well, yeah. The guy calls the cops. The cops, uh, you know, they they track him down at his house. Right. And uh, and this guy's got a wonderful driving record, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. He's, uh, he's no stranger to... Uh, Drunk driving. So we're going to take another break, Paul. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report, and uh, we've got a great second hour coming up, folks, including funky crime and punishment time and a great, great, great happy ending. We'll see you in a bit. Here are the stories of crimes committed against the people of Chicago. Step four. And the stories of the men and women who serve and protect us. This is... The Chicago Popo Report. Ah, uh, Popo Nation, we're back. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino, WLS AM 890, Saturday night, Chicago. Talking about the Uber crime family. Although we were pretty good last week. Yeah, and, and people, I mean, we know you're watching a baseball game out there somewhere, and that volume is, the volume is turned off on the TV and you're listening to us. That's why you're hearing us. That's why you're hearing us say this, exactly. That, that's right. They better, listen. they better stay listening too, bro, okay? Yeah. We like when they stay and listen because we, you know, we tease these stories so they know what's coming up. The best way to the best way to listen to us, Paul, is watching a baseball game. That's right. Turn yeah. up the radio. The Big 890. There big 89 in Chicago. Blast it out right. there. Because we're going to tell you about Uber acting up and everybody else for that matter, including the Popo. Talk about heroic popo, bad popo, in between popo, and inmates. We love inmates, right? People behaving badly. That's right. In general. That's our stock and trade. But speaking of Uber, you know, Uber's got a, a feature that you could uh, designate somebody as your emergency contact in case, you know, you're getting raped or killed in the backseat of an Uber, 
right? They they came out with this new feature because they were having some issues with a few of their drivers, like a, a few thousand somewhere. But uh, you know, the Balt a billion dollar company came out there. So I was in an Uber the other day and I like, saw this feature. You know what I did, bro? Like an eight trillion dollar. I'm gonna tell you what I did. You're gonna be happy with this. Oh, what, you're, you're you gonna love this. I made Lupe Aguirre my emergency contact. <laughs> so if I'm getting raped in the back of an Uber, okay. I may not make that call, but Uber might make it for me automatically, and so I'm going to call you at 3 a.m. I'm your knight in shining armor. That's right. You call like Lupe Aguirre. Gave me your cell phone number. I'm figuring you'll answer that I thing. Like it. Right? Hey. Yeah. I'll be there for you, Paul. You Don't hang worry. Up. You'll hang up the phone and roll over, man. That's what you'll do. When you're getting butt-raped, I'll be right that's there. Right. I'll yeah, be right there to help I you know. out. I know that's going to happen. I'll be in big trouble. I'll be out there like that, you know, a little pig in Missouri, but that's okay. You will know. Everyone will know. Becky will say, Lupe. You would emerge contact. What happened? What happened? You could have saved Cialino. Yeah, I wanted to lead Mike. Hell with Cialino. <laughs> right. I was tired. I had to write a, I did a DUI that night. I was busy. Hey man, once that once that bat signal goes out. That's it. I'm flying right towards you, Paul. Uh, well, buddy, we could go on to something a little bit more pleasant. Get get away from the Uber crying family for a while. Well, let me just hear. We did mention uh that terrible accident on I-55 involving right. an Uber and a drunk driver. We just also forgot to mention there was a big big time hero. Uh his name is uh Anastasio Morales. While well, he was saving his friends and uh out of the Uber car, yeah. he did suffer second and third degree burns. Uh he was unfortunately unable to save the birthday girl. Her name is uh Jamie Jamie Pulos, but amazing, amazing stuff from this kid. Well, it, that is amazing. At three thirty in the morning, that kid's in there getting his yeah. butt fried trying to save her. And he does save everybody except the victim. Right. Uh who hopefully was dead before she got burned up. And and I believe based on the report she probably was. But this kid is a rock star, huh? Right, right, right. Now we're going uh over to uh Chicago police. No. Someone's got a beef with <laughs> some, someone's got a beef with the Chicago police. Uh, that's about every thirty minutes in this city. Appar what do you what they do? Apparently they're raiding homes um without, you know, play, not clicking on their body cams. Yeah, and, the rules, bro. and not only that, it's the wrong home. <laughs> oh, that's bad. That's a Dave Savini stock and trade story, okay? It does sound like Dave Savini. That's yeah. a Dave they hate the FOP hates Dave, okay? Because he's always doing these stories. About raiding the wrong house. I got to tell you, I'm sitting in my house and they start kicking in my door and they got the wrong house. I'm going to be a little aggravated. Wouldn't you be? I'd be a little, right? I'd be a little upset. I'd be a little playing upset. playing with his toys, having a good time, torturing you. And, I'd be a little upset. And you got 20 guys at the front door with shotguns and ARs and going, hey. Oh, I'm sorry. Wrong house. Especially if it's during his birthday party. Yeah, that's really upset me. <laughs> you got your mom eating gravel on the floor, right? Because they're at the wrong address. Yeah, and and in one instance, I guess uh, one uh, one PO turned on his body cam in the middle of the whole melee, and he actually did. They caught him on. They caught him on, on yeah, audio. You, you know saying, why he did that? We got the wrong house. You know why? Yeah, he, <laughs> we got the wrong house. You guys, you guys are going to take this beef. I told you this was the wrong address. <laughs> now I'm documenting it. I'm the only guy in here with a camera on, and I'm making it very clear. This is not my uh, big big weenie mistake, right? Well, did they? I, I guess another question is: Isn't it easy to just independently verify when a CEO tells you, "Okay, this is." 
this is a prime location because there's either drugs or guns. You know, independently verify if he's got the right address. If he's telling you the right address before going to a prosecutor, before getting a sign off by a judge. Right. Is that too hard, Paul? No, it's not too hard. But the problem is, is usually CPD or, and everybody else is using informants. And informants use these raids as a sort of a payback their a competition in their opponents, right? So they give the popo a bad address on purpose to terrorize somebody they don't like. But the popo should know that. Yes, they that's should why they know should it, independently right. verify it once, twice, maybe three times. Uh, Paul, listen, you got to be careful, man, because if you get in that house, what happens if somebody in that house starts shooting at you? Now you're going to shoot them. You're going to have dead bodies laying around, and you got to explain why you're at the wrong address. So, I mean, if if you're the popo, please make sure you're at the right address. That's right. Folks. You're not at a bad address, and make sure your camera's on because you know what. That resolves a lot of issues, doesn't it? Yeah. You can't be accused of a lot of bad actions when it's on. And, and I will tell you, the citizens in this in this county especially are very forgiving of honest mistakes. And if Popo shoots somebody accidentally, right, and it's recorded, nobody's going to get punished. But if you, you start concealing, hiding, lying, now you've got a problem. Well, absolutely. And these are in exigent circumstances, okay? The Popo, they have time to, in, again, independently verify whether this address right. is correct. There's a plan, okay. right? The exactly. There's exactly. a plan. There's supervisors exactly. involved. There's all kinds of uh, safeguards that should prevent this sort of thing. And on top of that, yeah, make sure the body cams are on, guys. Yeah. You know? Because you're protecting yourself, right? Yeah. Everybody else has got a damn camera. You better have yours on. Well, CPD, they're also evaluating whether SWAT should have well, body cams no, on I think them, they too. have a rule that it should be on. I think SWAT has a rule. Turn them on when you activate. And listen, the cameras are here to stay. They're not going anywhere. Oh, absolutely. So get with the program and turn it on and act appropriately, and you'll never have a problem. That's right. Hey, Paul, you want to get into the... Uh the Popo out in uh, Minneapolis, or do you want to do a different one? Uh, we'll do Minneapolis real quick, Minneapolis? because this is the officer that got, he just got found guilty of killing a civilian. And if you remember, this was the first Somalian uh, hired on the Minneapolis PD, or maybe it was St. Paul PD. But this woman from Australia who was living in Minneapolis comes up to the squad car. They're in the alley doing paperwork or driving through, and she knocks on the window. And the Somalian officer reaches across and shoots her. Reaches across his partner and shoots her from the passenger side. That's sort of unreasonable, right? He kills her. Well, unreasonable enough, they found him guilty of second-degree murder up in Minneapolis. Absolutely. And, I, you know, listen, distinct feeling from reading everything. This guy got hired because they wanted to put a Somalian because, on the police department because they had a big Somalian population. <clears throat> and they're complaining. So, the, you know, first guy up, they hired. And it was a bad hire because he kills this lady from Australia for no good. Is it, oh, partner said, what are you doing? What's the matter with you? What did you shoot her for? I, I was in fear. There was a loud knock. Of course, when he was initially interviewed, he doesn't talk about a loud knock on the window. He just says he reached, pulled his gun and shot her. You know, a lot of a lot of wrong people, a lot of a lot of uh, yeah, questionable people get hired on. You know, they pass that psych test. Uh, you know better <clears throat> than anyone. Oh yeah, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. The outcome isn't as bad as this one because within the first within the first couple of months out on the streets, you sort of realize that this person should not be handling a gun and you know interacting with uh the public our, our great citizens exactly <laughs> right. and uh the outcome isn't as bad as this one and they get basically stuck indoors and uh unfortunately this guy wasn't uh it's a good place for him indoors he's stuck indoors you still you still have a gun on you but yeah, you're stuck but you indoors shoot, you're not going to shoot your sergeant generally all you do is go out for lunch all you do is answer the phone all you do is paperwork but no you're not interacting with citizens and uh getting into trouble all right
We're going to take another break, Paul. Oh, how about this? When you want to pay for fast food, try using money versus what the next guy did. That's what's coming up. Oh, right, you don't Paul. want to miss this story, folks. Absolutely. Banjo time. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WSAM 890. Welcome back, peeps. Popo Report, Chicago, WSAM 890, Saturday night. And you hear that, you know where we're going. We're going down south. We like it down south. Going to Florida, where they got a new way to pay them people at the drive-ins. Drive-in food, right? Not drive-in drive-ins where they watch the movie, but where, where are you buying food? Where are you getting like your... Fast food drive-in. Is that what you're trying to say, Paul? Where are you getting your vittles, my friend, okay, <laughs> at night? You, got, you know, you got your drunk on, and you got to go get some... Uh, got to get your sandwich Bell, on. Got to get your sandwich burger on. burger or whatever, right? What, yeah. what, what does this dude do in Florida, Loop? He didn't... He didn't hand him any cash when he got his food, did he? Whoa, Mr. Joshua James. He was charged with assault with a deadly weapon without intent. <laughs> well, without. Listen. No, no. Without intent to kill them. Oh, okay. Well, well, listen. Joshua James. Here we go again. <laughs> Dudes with two first names. Uh, never a good sign. And wasn't in this case. Because how Joshua wanted to pay for that fast food? What did Palm Beach County. But where there's money, actually, in Florida. A lot of money. Yeah, well, he rolled up to this Wendy's Wendy's uh, drive through <laughs> The the uh, the little redheaded uh, girl working. The young lady. Well, yeah, well, the, uh, the the well, the person in the drive-through window handed him, you know, a, a beverage, and then he decides to throw an alligator at her. <laughs> throw a real alligator at her, right? <laughs> Not a fake alligator, a uh, real like live a alligator. Snapping big Three point five foot alligator, Paul. You just don't find those anywhere. But I think you do find them in Florida. Apparently, oh, he sh- did. He did find it out. You know. Side of the road, decided to pick it up and take him home as a pet. But then you realize it's not a good pet. Let me just unload this alligator. <laughs> eat the cats when he gets home, right? We can't have an alligator now. Ma, Ma goes. Well, maybe you can eat the cats, but not the dogs. Listen, Ma goes. Joshua can't be having no gator in the house now, okay? Because Fluffy and and Wolf Wolf won't like it. They won't get along. Alligator be eating fluff fluff. Alligators don't play nice. Bottom line, <laughs> they eat whatever's available, right? Right. So they're hungry. Yeah. Well, I guess, you know, in his wonderful way of thinking, Southern way, all right, let me throw the alligator in the Wendy's window and he'll be able to eat all day long, all that fast food in there, except probably wasn't thinking about the counter height and the alligator. The alligator don't climb real well. So he'd be biting ankles and such in there. Did anyone get hurt? <laughs> Did anyone get hurt? No. Nobody got hurt. Nobody, Nobody got hurt. Unfortunately, yeah. Fish and wildlife showed up, right? Fish and wildlife's always involved when there's an alligator. They like wrestling them three and a half footers because they're not going to hurt you too bad. You could jump on them and look all brave. You got the body cam on. Hey, chief, look. I would love to wrestle <laughs> a three point five foot alligator and put that tape around the mouth. Loop, you know, loop. You keep it from snapping at you. You couldn't handle a bunny in Rogers Park. The bunny attacked you, and you had true a that, true attack, that, okay? true that, true that, true that, true that. I might go get me an alligator and throw him out in Rogers Park when I know you're working, just so we could tape it for the show. There you go. Right, it'll be on Facebook. We'd be a Facebook hero. Once again, Paul, you're absolutely right. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll give it a little, you know, Xanax or something before I throw it on the street over there, up on, you know, on Rogers Park, over by there, <laughs> yeah. over by there, and you could jump on it and duct tape it and. Man, be sweating a little bit. It'll be great camera stuff. Yeah, that's right. But back on track, Paul. This is the kicker, though. This is the real kicker, and then we'll move on, all right? Okay. <laughs> he, he, uh, Joshua James, yeah. he was ordered to stay clear of all Wendy's restaurants to avoid possessing animals, aside from his mother's dog, 
and uh, undergo a little mental health evaluation <laughs> and refrain from possessing any weapons. You know what he Is needed. that too much to ask yeah, this guy? You know, you know what he needed? He needed Fox and Friends to be the prosecutors in this case because he'd probably still be able to ride around with a gator or two. And, and community service, right? Out no doubt. No <laughs> doubt there, Paul. No doubt there. Yes. Okay, let's, let's move on from the gator story. Great as it was. We've got a we've got a carjacking story though coming up, and uh, unfortunately, the victim winds up being charged for murder. How does that happen? Well, I got a feeling it wasn't really a carjacking, is my best guess, right? Well, there's something personal there's going two, on there, here. Well, there's there's two theories. Yeah, there's that's one yeah. theory. And listen, it's it's called property. Someone, you know, if it's not necessarily um, in the heat of the moment, right? Where they're carjacking you like, and the guns in your guns in your face, yes, you know, you know, telling you to, you know, your wife, your, your or I mean, your property, get the hell out. If it's not at that moment and you start shooting, then you know, it's not necessarily justifiable. If the guy's already leaving, you go inside and get your, you know, your AK or your pistol, and then you start shooting at him. That's that's a little dicier. Yeah, you actually got to be inferior life for real, right? You just right. can't make it up as you go along. Hey, good idea to shoot this dude tonight. What was he stealing? Stealing his car. It's a carjacking. Yeah, but it wasn't like late, wasn't it? I mean, he wasn't in the car, was he? Yeah, the the, the point is exactly. Yeah. If you're not in, in, in immediate fear of your life, yeah. you're in your car, you're outside your car, you've got a gun stuck in your face. Yeah, and right. then you happen to you know reach for your gun and, and and shoot the bad guy. It's a different story. Yeah, this was sort of after the fact. Yeah, perfect example. We had a guy on the Eisenhower this week driving a BMW. Dude rear-ends him on purpose, gets out of the car, and he comes up to the guy in BMW, sticks a gun in his face. The guy in the BMW pulls out his gun, shoots him in the head. Justifiable shooting. Right. You can do that. Yeah. And by the way, he was a licensed concealed carry mm -hmm. guy, right? The guy in the BMW. Well, I mean, yeah. And, uh, that's a good shooting. That's a good shot, exactly. You don't get to shoot the guy who might be stealing your car, those right? Are, those are mitigating circumstances, and yeah, yeah right. arguably justifiable, but not not with my friend here. No, your friend here, he blew it. My Colorado man. Yeah, the, the Popo didn't buy that I'm in fear of my life story with him. No, 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 no. Want to go over to Tennessee real quick? Let's go to Tennessee, because we did have the banjo music, so it's appropriate to stay down south. Well, a 25-year-old man accused of killing seven people. I think they were all his fam part of his family, correct? Uh, killed seven members of his family. I mean, you know what? If you're a parent or a grandparent, you got to watch those crazy youngins in the family because they might show up and kill the whole gang of you because you took away the PS1 or or you didn't buy them a car that they liked. You got them the old beater, right? I mean, you can't be too careful, even with your own kinfolk, as they say down south. 25-year-old Michael Cummings. I mean, come on. He's a little older. He should know about it, right? This is another psych, the nutcase in the family. Uh, yeah, the crazy in the family. I mean, man, come on. I'm sure they. I'm sure they. 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 They thought once or twice about having him leave the house. And everybody knows. Back. Everybody knows who the crazy kid is in the family, and you usually had thoughts of, you know, this one might go off one day, and and when you start thinking like that, better start protecting yourself because you're usually right. And we got seven dead people because of, uh, you know, bizarro land occurring. Tragic. Tragic. Yeah. Paul, we're going to switch gears again. We've got some, um, you know, uh, more pedestrian uh, things to talk about, okay? Involving the Constitution. 
According, yeah, according to the Sixth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in Cincinnati, chalking tires is no longer uh, allowed. Okay, it's it's called um, you know a little uh, unconstitutional. Unconstitutional. Is that, is that the word you're looking for, counselor? <laughs> unconstitutional. No, but it's uh, you know it's an infringement. It's called a trespass. And, and folks, the law offices of Lupe Aguirre be glad to defend you on them unconstitutional charges when they're chalking your tires. Listen, I just I just deal in real estate. This is like a little bit too. This you know, is out of my chalking cases. Come on, bro. It's got to be at least a twenty five dollar retainer on that one. But you know what's funny? I never, I never actually, I've never seen this done in Chicago. I, I see they do it in the suburbs. Doing the suburbs, like okay. Oak Park does it, or in Naperville. Naperville okay. is famous for it, right? Really, the dude's got a long stick. Like a big hunk of chalk at the end of it, a big honking hunk of six inch chalk. It's almost sexy, and they're marking your tires all the time, right? And 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 you're there when they come back. You get a parking ticket because I mean, if you park your car and you you know, well now it's now it's different, but yeah, you could always have a good argument. Hey, what are you talking about? How would you know that I didn't park? You know, when I'm saying I did, as as opposed to you know. Beyond 30 minutes. Well, let me tell you, I'm glad that Cincinnati Appellate Court took on this really heavy legal matter of chalk marking on tires. It's, but Popo, no more chalk. Throw it out, bring it home, give it to your kids so they can mark up the sidewalk in front of the house with their bad art. Well, this whole thing started over uh, here, brought by Allison Taylor. She was issued 15 parking tickets in a span of three years by uh, Saginaw Popo, and she's just trying to take it to the highest court in the land. All right, we're going to take another break. So much parking ticket crime, so little time. And when, we, and when we come back, if you think you can trust your pets, you may be surprised what they can do to you. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WSAMA 90. We're back, peeps. Popo Report, Saturday night, WSAM 890. The Big 89, Chicago, Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino. And hey, don't forget can't hear us live, go to WSAM.com, pick it up on the podcast 24-7 for your listening pleasure. We got loop. Where are we going? going down south again? Yeah, we've got a electric scooter story we want to want to touch, touch These on. electric scooters are coming to Chicago, aren't they? Yeah, Rom just passed on a pilot program, <laughs> electric scooter what, pilot program. What could possibly go wrong with scooters on Lakeshore Drive in December? A lot of mayhem. Yes, as happened down here, right, in this story. Well, yeah. Um, well, apparently here, uh, a mom and her five-year-old son, they were casually, you know. All right, all right, let's stop right there, okay? If if you're a mom or dad and you got a five-year-old, keep them off the scooter, okay? Hey, rule number one in sh- for Chicago peeps. Well, they're not allowed to be on a scooter to begin with. You well, have to yeah. be over 18. Yes, yes, okay. But if, if you're an adult... Do not bring your five-year-old with you on a scooter because nothing good is going to happen, as we're going to tell you right now. And there's no co-riding, exactly. Right. That's what happened here. Hey, you want to get run over and mauled by the CTA bus, okay, on Lakeshore Drive, do it Do it in your little adult self. Leave your five-year-old off of it. I mean, riding an electric scooter in in, in traffic is dangerous to begin with for a seasoned person. I mean... For a seasoned scooter driver, a right? seasoned, yeah, scooter driver. But man, when a mom gets on there with a five-year-old kid, come on, now that's just reckless and that's just plain stupid. It's stupid and reckless. Yes. And, this, and this kid got killed, right? Yeah. She turned in the corner, he fell off, and gets hit by an oncoming car. Gets, gets, yeah, it gets smashed by an oncoming car. Yeah, and I love this part. And the guy that smashes him, he takes off. 
Yeah. He doesn't stop. Well, poor guy. I mean, he doesn't. He's what unlicensed. Uh, <laughs> poor guy's unlicensed. Another moat that shouldn't be on the streets, right? It wasn't necessarily his fault, right? <laughs> no, it wasn't his fault, right? But for the mom, but for the goofy mom with the five with year old, with the five year old, yes. he would have just been on his merry way to go get a sandwich down the street, throw a gator through the window, and it all been good. And now he's leaving a scene of an accident with a dead baby in the road. <laughs> with the oh, dead man. baby on the road. You, you know what? We can't make this up in this country, can okay. we? This people. Well, quit being stupid. Think before you act. Yes. Don't be so impulsive. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of cool getting on a scooter, but no, yeah. come Not on. Not the five-year-old on there in front of you hoping he don't fall off, right? Yeah, bad all around. And then she just she just leaves town and goes, hightails it to Mexico. Uh, she doesn't even hang. This all happens in Tulsa. She, she's not even hanging for the funeral. She skedaddles down south, way down south. So yeah, there's a lot of problem here. A lot, a lot of problems. Oh yes, you think? Yeah. Well, she got caught, and the guy who hit him, hit the five year old. He got caught. Well, yeah. So Tulsa Jail's got plus two this week. I'm thinking the uh, the guy in the car is gonna he's gonna fare far weather than than the moms. Well, <laughs> we'll see. Okay. okay, I'm glad I'm not a judge in these cases. All right, because who's more stupid? Who am I giving? Who am I going to rack more than Tulsa? I got a feeling they're going to roll some big numbers on both of them. Mom, you're really stupid. You're responsible for your kid getting killed. And genius, who doesn't have a driver's license, running over to five year old. You're really going away for a while. And I got to tell you, our peeps at Stateville are not going to like these two. All right, it's not going to be easy time for either one of them. Not at all. We'll see, Paul. Uh, let's go uh, across the pond uh, over to Britain. Guess uh, what they're doing. <laughs> Well, they're always doing something, and they always have a plan, but this is a bad plan, I think, right? They're thinking of banning knives Why all is that? around. Why would we ban okay. the little knives? Anybody get hurt over there with knives in Great Britain? Because they're sharp, and, and they cut people, and they're dangerous. And they've banned guns, so they now it's, most homicides are committing with knives, right? Sharp instruments. British politicians have declared a war on knives, Paul. Well, I'm, thank goodness for politicians. They'll, they'll fix it, I'm sure. It, and we know when you make more laws, they just quit stabbing people, right? I just hope it doesn't happen here, Paul, because I always carry my knife. Oh, you got it in your hand right now. I always now. carry oh, my it knife. came out pretty quick, Because you never know when you need to open up uh, an Amazon box, you know, because that... <laughs> That's right. That tape is like... Especially when it's not your box. <laughs> <laughs> right? Being a porch pirate is very, very hard work, and you need a sharp <laughs> instrument to get it. You know, get through it's not that. that hard. Get you through follow that the tape. white fan around. You watch them deliver packages. You run up there with your little knife and cut the tape and see what's in there. So I think the true <laughs> victims here in Britain, if this if this knife you know ban passes all around, the porch pirates because it's going to be harder for them to get to that box and the contents inside. Like little itty bitsy knives are going to be outlawed because time is money. Time is money. That's okay? right. It's 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 just you know. Those boxes are just impenetrable sometimes unless you have I'm a sharp box. Amazon's behind all this bad legislation. That's, that's my guess, right? They're just tired of having to replace that stuff on your front porch. You may have something. I'm, I think I'm telling you, Amazon runs the world, my friend, okay? And they're like, a, you call them up and say this stuff didn't get delivered, they send it to you again. You know, and the porch guys are out of business. This is, this is bad for the economy in general. Good for Amazon, bad for the economy. So we'll see if this ban actually catches on and gets passed. And um, um, I don't know. They're just going to be walking around with butter knives. I, I think it's going to happen. I because, you know, they're round and not sharp. I, I and think they're good. Butter knives. But that'll be next to get banned. Ban the butter knife. Well, hey, pretty soon we'll all have plastic software, right? A little plastic fork and spoon. We'll be good. But That's not okay. single-use plastic forks and spoons, okay? They've got to be multi, <laughs> multi, right, yeah. multiple, multi-use. multiple multi 
What do they call a combination fork spoon? Is there a word for that? Well, yeah, that's something else, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> you don't know it either. <laughs> Here, Paul, we've got some... Uh, spork. 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 There you yes, go. Spork. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, yeah. Okay, well, let's go on to different news, Paul. We've, we, got, a, we've got a famous guy on the Popo uh, Report. We like when the famous guys are on the Popo Report. You know, this guy was uh, Ava's first crush. I Ava, kid you not. Ava, Ava's. That was, Ava's I, I, I bet you, I'm week. sure he was your first crush, too. Ricky Schroeder. Ricky Schroeder. Blonde, blonde Ricky Schroeder. Silver Spoons guy. He don't have a silver spoon in his mouth right now, does he? I, you know, because of this guy, I always wanted a big train set in my house. <laughs> I was just so... Well, he's in the L.A. County Jail, and uh, they probably got something to do with trains happening in there right now with him, right? Yeah, been arrested on suspicion of domestic violence for the second time in as many months. <sighs> Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. Popping the girlfriend around, is he? He needs to take a time. We tell we, we ah, always tell Max. Go. Max, take a time out and namaste, breathe. Breathe. <laughs> namaste. Namaste, Ricky, breathe. Ricky, being from California, would know what namaste means, right? Exactly, exactly. And, and I'm not just saying this. Actually, Max actually does this. He just takes a time out. <laughs> namaste. He does. He does huh? like this. <gasps> Ooh, namaste. namaste. Max, namaste. <laughs> you, I am not joking. We're not going to name the next Aguirre kid Namaste Aguirre, are we? <laughs> no. <laughs> That'd be a good name, though. No, hey, but kid, it... what's your name? Namaste. What about it? <laughs> <laughs> but Ricky Schroeder wasn't namaste when he was whipping up on that girlfriend, was he? Oh, yeah. oh man, I'm telling you. No. no come on, Ricky. You hey. let us down. Hey. You broke Ava's heart. You broke Ava's heart for the I, second time in I, as many I, months. I'm going to give you the greatest matchup in court now. This will be the next OJ case. Predict it. Bob Avenetti is going to represent Ricky Schroeder before he gets, you know, convicted. He's still got a law license. They haven't taken it yet. He's he's got time. He we know he, he we know he lost the jet money. All right, so he needs some more big dough. Ricky's got some big dough. All that all that residual money flown in, right? Oh yeah, he's got dough. He's got dough. You know, for for a lifetime and and then some. Greenberg will get on Facebook, though, and destroy the relationship before it happens. Evan, and he'll lose another client. <laughs> yeah, right? right? <laughs> it's the local flavor. <laughs> Greg Green will be gone. Ricky Schroeder going to go to jail with him as his lawyer. Get rid of him. Well, Ricky Schroeder, he's got a yeah, he's got some explaining to do, and hopefully, yeah. um, Rick, you know, yeah, Ricky's got a problem. He learns from he he learns from this, and uh, you know, continues on in his. Uh, uh, well, he certainly because he's ever, like he's like forty nine years old now. Yeah, his career realize. his career's shot. It's over with, right? Oh, poor guy. Well, hey. here we got another Florida man in the news, real quickly. Yeah, he, he was he you know he was uh, causing a disturbance, a drunken disturbance in a in a public library, and uh, when the cops show up, he tells him he's Jason Bourne. <laughs> that worked. Did that work? So yeah, so yeah. It didn't work. But uh yeah, he tried to he tried to uh he tried to be a famous guy and uh no, it didn't fare well for him. Hey Paul, should we take another break? Hey, we think? probably gotta take a hard one now. Okay guys, uh when we come back to honor the five hundred and eighty six fallen officers, the CPD has created a new place to stop and say thank you. We'll get into that. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WS AM eight ninety. One more time. Ah, we're back. It's Climax time, folks. Popo Report, WLSAM 890 Chicago. Folks, don't forget, WLSAM.com. Pick it up on the podcast anytime you want. This is the hot, hot segment, bro. Hey, folks, anytime. Anytime you want, just pick us up. Hey, we're there for you. That's right. Always there 24-7. 
And our, our guy, Brett, he'll have that stuff on 15 minutes after this show's over with. Working it's up and hard, running, man. Working it's cooking, hard. right? Working huh? hard. Brett. Putting us online, but right. working hard. Becky will be breathing easy after it's over and she don't get any emails from the EP. Lighten her up. Then we get lit up. <laughs> we don't get, like getting lit up. We're so sensitive. We've been pretty good for the last month and a half. We have, let's man. keep, let's keep been, that track we, record really going. Good. Yes, we yeah, you've been you've been well behaved, Paul. I have. You know, I have. I that's that's I sort of out of character. I have been I don't well like emails. I don't like them bad emails. Getting lit up and it ruins Sunday. Yeah, yeah. But the <laughs> minute we step outside this office, Paul unloads. Oh yes, we do. Yeah, you know? we unloaded on the uh, a couple stories today, so I should be good for a while. If you guy, if you see him, you know, down in the street, just stay out of his way. He's going to unload yeah, on hey, you. I'm thinking of buying a parrot. A parrot. Yeah, a parrot. Walking the day Germany with the parrot on my shoulder. Maybe I'll get a better deal, huh? Parrots are so <laughs> high maintenance, though. <laughs> They're a mess, aren't they? Oh, my God. You can't you get, put newspaper all over the whole house. You got to feed him. You got to clean him. You got to teach him how to talk. <laughs> you know, I, had, I had a parrot and the housekeeper didn't <laughs> like it. I, I always accused her of feeding him Alka-Seltzer and killing him. <laughs> <laughs> she ate it clean in the birdcage. Oh, my God. Yeah, I come home one day after she was done and the parrot was belly up at the bottom of the cage. Harvey, it, Harvey, Harvey had a bad ending. I think. I think you'd have a yeah. Well, I mean, I think yeah. you'd have a different way of looking at it if you were a drug dealer, though, because they they are kind of you know useful in the narcotic world. Uh, apparently so. What what happened with our parrot? <laughs> he he would uh, he, narking out the popo, wasn't he? Narking out the popo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, you could use him as a lookout bird. That's what they did. That's what they that's what it was, and, right? Yeah. And the parrot would say, Mama police. Mama police. Which Every is, time the popo rolled down, right? Which is not too hard to teach, yeah. I can't I can't think teaching a parrot mama police is not easy. But yeah, you had to teach him the wherewithal to recognize what a police exactly what a popo <laughs> is and then to actually say that just you know This is a smart parrot, man. Right? It's a very smart parrot. Huh? I mean you got to think some popo was helping out by driving back and forth all the time. The parrot figured out what, what do you do when he doesn't when he misidentifies <laughs> when he calls you know the next door name of mama police. I bet that parrot got a whooping. That's probably how they trained it. Well, the uh, the uh, Brazilian popo they call them the trafficking parrot. <laughs> it's just great stuff. Only in Brazil. <laughs> no. I, I got to tell you, I'm calling BS on this one. I can't believe you're going to fix unless everybody rolling up to the house or the popo, right? No, and, and this is actually this is actually even funnier than that. So they they caught they got the the popo. They have the parrot, and the parrot did not say a word, remaining in total silence, even as law enforcement sought to loosen it up. How do you loosen up a parrot? Uh, I don't know with a stick, maybe. You slap him, stick. you slap yeah. him around a few times. Yeah. Well, the Brazilian police will loosen you up one way or the other. They're Portuguese; they don't care. The moral standards are low. Stick the parrot under uh, uh, French fry lamps. I don't know. You heat them up. Get the heat lamps from the restaurant and go parrot. You you will be on the menu tomorrow, okay? We will call you rooster. A little rooster tonight, but it's the parrot. But apparently, Paul, exotic animals have long been used by drug cartels as symbols of power or as unwitting accomplices in their drug trafficking. Bro, there's a Spanish word. Wow. There's a Spanish word for this kind of parrot. What is it? You tell me. I'm, I'm setting you up here, man. Come on. You speak the pretty language. Peppa Gio de Trafico? Uh, FYI, Paul, that's not even Spanish. That's Portuguese. I wouldn't even know how to pronounce that's that. That's why I couldn't pronounce it. It's Portuguese. That's <laughs> a, you know what? Brant Miller could pronounce that word, I bet.
<laughs> oh, Brad Miller can pronounce anything. That's right. We should have him pronounce it for us. Maybe we can get him to edit and do a little cut for us. But I know point. what it translates into. Like I said, trafficking parrot. You were right. <laughs> All right. We better get away from the foreign languages where we really get an email, okay? <laughs> What's next? What are we doing next? We're, we're almost done, folks. It's heating up. It gets better than the trafficking parrot, okay? That was a good story. Well, uh, here, have you, uh, well, this is actually, I don't necessarily see why this is a crime, but I mean, this man flushed <laughs> his kin's cremated oh, remains down the toilet. Why you, listen, that, this is a first for us, even. This is the first time I'm hearing this. The guy gets mad, right? And he, he flushed, his mother kicked him out of the house. It all starts with mom kicking him out of the house. Having a bad relationship with your parents, exactly. Well, whether he, mom or dad. And granny and grandpa's remains are sitting on the uh i don't know somewhere on the fireplace presume fireplace uh, mantle presumably yeah. and he decides hey it's a great you place for me it. out i'm i'm not going to take them with me look at watch this <laughs> hold my beer right and probably started out with hold my beer watch this and he flushed granny and grandpa's remains down the pooper <laughs> more right? like hold my malt liquor <laughs> gone and did, what do you get charged with when you flush ashes? Criminal mischief and two counts of abusing a corpse. I, they're ashes. <laughs> How do you, you a abuse a corpse I'm, if they're ashes? I'm predicting Fox and Friends would not charge that one, okay? That's my I, prediction. I was actually thinking about this. I mean, it's it's sort of, isn't it like a property crime? Isn't it, uh, you know, criminal damage to property maybe? What are ashes worth? How do you put a value on ashes? What's the value? Yeah. You know? I mean, there's a sentimental value. There's uh there's an unmeasurable value, exactly, but criminal mischief and messing with the corpse? I don't, I don't see it. They reached for that one, didn't they? They, they? You know why? Another disagreeable, moronic kid living at home that shouldn't be living at home, adult child living there for free. Mom got tired of the freeloading, drinking her malt liquor, smoking her cigarettes. You got to go, all right? That check only goes so far every month. Social Security is not what it used to be. And he said, yeah, yeah, I'll go. Here, hold my beer. Watch, watch, I flush Granny and Grandpa right down the toilet. Gone. History. The Popo had to reach on that one, though. Yeah, they did. But they, they did. did. He went to jail. Bye-bye. And, and I bet that one don't make bond. I'm he'll, pretty sure, even if it's 50 bucks. He'll be out soon to flush again, folks. Here, <laughs> I, I know a, I know a you know, more lighthearted story out of Utah. <laughs> We've got a 24-year-old... 24-year-old female who was busted after removing clothes and dancing naked in a Utah mall. All because she was upset with her boyfriend. That happens all the time to you. Out there that in Utah, happens right? in Utah. I don't think there's no naked dancing allowed in malls in Utah, right? I don't think the Mormons are down with strip joints in the mall. What if, so there isn't a, how about a strip club in a, in a strip mall? She was just <laughs> That's where it know, should be. getting ready getting ready for her performance and she decided to do a little uh, little practice session in front of her boyfriend. Well, in the Salt Lake County Jail, she can now practice all she wants in her cell with a captive audience, I might add. Right? Because yeah, yeah. Utah don't play, right, Paul? Yeah, Utah don't play. They got that much else to do. You act up in Utah, you will go to the county jail. What if she sure. was a Mormon and she did that? Would, yeah, she, she would it be a lighter go, sentence? Yeah, she go to jail for a little bit. For a little bit? Not too long. Everybody's Mormon out there. If you're not a Mormon, you're in trouble in Utah. Because <laughs> right? they run that show. You've got a point there, Paul. It's a nice Paul. statement. It's pretty out there. Yeah. yeah. Hey, guess what's next, Paul? What's next, brother? We've got our happy ending coming up. Oh, uh, we love happy endings. This is a good happy ending story, too. And you know, May's... Uh, uh, what is it? Was it a police month or something like that? I'm sure it's, you What'd know, you call it? first responder month, fallen first responder month, maybe. 
There you go. That's the correct way to put it, Paul. You're always, you're always a better man. Yeah, we pay attention to this sort of thing because this is important. So what's going on here, Paul? Well, we got CPD as a field of honor with 586 flags that remember fallen officers or fallen in the line of duty. Because I'm sure, you know, we've probably lost 50,000 police officers throughout the history of the city. But 586 of them, unfortunately, were killed in the line of duty or died in the line of duty. And uh, so they got this really nice uh, field of honor. And they're going to do a 24-hour uh, honor guard there and big ceremony and all the uh, family members and friends. Uh, can participate in a 24-hour vigil and be held at Gold Star Families Memorial in Park beginning Monday morning. It's uh, it's a tremendous way to kick off uh, the uh, Police Memorial Month. That's yes. what I was getting yeah, to. Absolutely. And we should do it. We should honor those guys who have lost ladies who have lost their lives in the line of duty serving the citizens of Chicago. So, folks, if you get a chance, visit, uh, visit Soldier Field and uh, remember the fall in this month, okay? And uh, guess what? That does it for us this Saturday night, Paul. And as always, don't poo-poo on the popo. And mind your own business. And watch your six. Folks, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week.